Glory to God. Well, we're going to talk about uh, the foundation of blessing, the blessing tonight. And uh, we might carry it on next Sunday morning. I'm not sure yet exactly. I, I think I'm almost done with uh, the Holy Spirit. I'm not done with the Holy Spirit. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, hallelujah. Uh, we, we can't, you know, we talk, we're advertising Bible school now. I can't just say enough about Bible school but because we're not able to teach you uh, the, the very depths of the things of God in, in our services. We don't have time. We, uh, we were ministering to uh, a different type of people, especially on Sunday morning. Uh, those of you that come out on Sunday night, uh, you're, you're a little bit more grounded in the Word of God. We go a little bit deeper. But uh, if you really want to grow in God, enroll in Bible school. It will change your life. Amen? It might be a sacrifice as far as finances is concerned, uh, but God will supply that need because that's just how important it is. Hallelujah. And it is an anointed Bible school. Thank you, Jesus. Amen? Hallelujah. So uh, let's, let's look at Proverbs chapter 29, verse 18 tonight. And uh, Message Bible, we're going to do some different translations tonight to help us understand some things. It says if people can't see what God is doing, and you know a lot of Christians can't see what God's doing right now. A lot of people. God's doing some great things. We're, we're, we're just kind of in our little, just little corner, and, and we don't sometimes think that God's moving, but he's moving in a spectacular way all over the earth. Amen? If you're feeding yourself just on bad news and all this kind of stuff, you know, uh, well, you can get depressed and oppressed and everything else, but God is on the move. The glory of God is moving. The great awakening is beginning to happen. It's here. Amen. So if people can't see what God is doing, they stumble all over themselves. Have you ever done that? Been to a place in your life where you just stumble all over yourself? But when they, now look at this, when they attend to what he reveals what God reveals, they are most blessed. When you attend to God's word, the Bible tells us, gives us instruction to keep us before us day and night, to, to, to observe, to do all of these things, to keep it in our heart, keep it in our mouth, keep it before our eyes, the word of God. It'll make our way prosperous. That is God's promise to you and I. Amen. So when we attend to what he reveals to us, and it's through coming Sunday morning, Sunday night, every opportunity, going to Bible school, listening to uh, anointed preachers and teachers, uh, just feeding yourself, God can get revelation to you if you will attend to it. Make that the most important thing in your life. Amen? Don't put it on the back shelf. Amen? Do it first. First thing. First thing. But God's word first. Yeah, hallelujah. And it's in Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 18, and we know this from the uh, King James or New King James Version, and we pray this over you and the congregation all the time that we will receive uh, revelation, that you will receive revelation and knowledge. Amen? But here it says, I pray that the light of God or the illumination of God will illuminate the eyes of your imagination. I love that so much. Amen? Flooding you with light 
until you experience the full revelation. Not just a little bit. We've got to walk into the full revelation of the hope of his calling that is the wealth of God's glorious inheritances that he finds in us, his holy ones. Now, you know, we could preach on that all night, just, just that portion of Scripture. Amen. It is so powerful that God illuminates the eyes of our understanding, the King James says, but this says our imagination, our thinking, hallelujah, flooding us with understanding, with light. You don't have to try to understand the Bible. If you try to understand it, you'll become religious. But if you receive from the Holy Spirit, we've been talking about this on Sunday morning, if you make him your most important friend, hallelujah, and you fellowship with the Holy Spirit, he will guide you into all truth. He will retake, Jesus said he'll take a mind and he will re remind you of the things that I've said. That's what Jesus said about the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit, we have an anointing to know. We have the anointing from the, old, the, the Holy One, the Holy Spirit. And he gives us revelation, amen, of the hope of the calling, the wealth of God's glorious inheritance. And we have an inheritance, glory to God. Amen? I like Psalms 103. How many of you like Psalms 103? Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. Forget not all of his benefits. Or you could use the word inheritance. How many of you wish you had a rich uncle somewhere that was, you were going to inherit millions of dollars? Amen? Well, you have a rich daddy. Come on. In heaven. Hallelujah. And the Bible says we have an inheritance. Now, a lot of times, uh, the church has put our, our inheritance off until we get to heaven. Well, that's easy to believe that. Well, when we get to heaven, there's no more sorrows. Uh, the old timers wrote songs and songs. I grew up in the generation, my mom and dad, before that, all that they sang in church. A lot of the hymns that we, we sang in church was about, you know, uh, over in the glory land. Amen? If we can just make it through this life, it's going to be better on the other side. We'll just hang on until we get there. And we sing songs about that. We got, the people danced. We got excited about that. Hallelujah. But we don't have to wait. And see, I was never taught this till I was in my, you know, almost in my early 20s. That I real I don't know what I learned in church. I grew up in church, Sunday school. Said hours and hours, hearing the Sunday school teachers. I knew all the stories about you know the Jonah and the David and Goliath and all of those things. But how do you apply that to my life right now? What? How? How am I going to live victorious right now? Nobody ever talked about having an inheritance or who we were in Christ or any of these things. Amen. It wasn't until I actually got into the ministry, and praise God, I found out I could preach something else other than what had been preached. I'm in the word of faith, who we are in Christ. Glory to God, we are king's kids. We are anointed, and we have an inheritance. You have an inheritance right now. Hallelujah. Not when you get to heaven, but right now. I have people say all the time, you know, 
Well, you know, I'm just waiting on God to heal me. Or I'm just waiting on the, my ship to come in. You're going to be waiting a long time. Or trying to find somebody to touch heaven for them. We have an inheritance. And if we will learn to pray, and we say this all the time, Ephesians chapter 1 in verse 17 and through that portion of the scripture there that God will give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him that we might know what is the hope of our calling and what our inheritance in the saints and the exceeding greatness of his power that is work within us. Amen. Amen. The same power that raised Christ Jesus. You know how much power it took to raise Jesus from the dead? All of hell was holding him in that grave. But glory to God, the light of God shined forth. Oh, praise God. I believe the most glorious explosion took place in the underworld. Hallelujah. And Pastor Judy was reading this uh, uh, in the Bible, and she said, what do you think about this? It says uh, the graves were open, and, and, and some of the saints were walking around. Have you read that in the Bible? That's kind of wild. They recognized people that had been, boy, <laughs> there was a power to raise other people from the dead too. Jesus wasn't the only one. When he came out of the grave, others came out of the grave with him. Glory to God. There ain't no grave going to hold me down. Right, Alex? Glory to God. <laughs> Praise the Lord. But we can walk in that resurrection power right now. We can walk in the blessing right now. We don't have to wait for it. And if we can understand that, that faith is now. Right now, the faith of God is operating in us. And every one of us have the ability. So God let that illumination just shine on our hearts. Praise God. We're not going to forget about his benefits. Hallelujah. And it's much more. It says who forgives all of our iniquities. That's pretty good, isn't it? And who heals some of our diseases. All of our diseases. Hallelujah. If I could just shake some people up sometimes and just say, don't, you're, you're going to wait until you get to heaven to be healed. That's what you're doing. You're going to receive it now. Now, we've got to work it out. Amen? We all have tests and trials. I had a great test and trial. I had a sciatic issue on my, some of you know that. And I, you know, I was, it, it, I was vacillating. You, you know, you know what I'm talking about. We know the word of God. We have the word of God. And, and I had to, to, to make myself believe in the finished work. Even in great pain. I, it was the hardest time in, I mean, we were in anointed services. And some of you have been to Florida and uh, your youth are going next week. But there's a lot of walking. And I remember going to those services, getting out of the car, and I could take two steps and I had to grab onto something. I mean, to get to those services. It was terrible. And then I, when, when I got home, I had to, to, to go to an outside wedding celebration. And, uh, you know, I could hardly walk. And all the time, by his stripes, I was healed. I am healed. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. And Pastor Judy would yell at me. 
Well, act on what you know to do. I said, I'm whacking on why I'm, I'm walking. <laughs> glory to God. I'm walking. Oh, glory to We met Rodney Howard Brown. We had to wait in line for a while. I was just, oh. And there I was open, man. I, I hope when he shakes hands with me, the anointing flows in me and he goes, nah, I had to take it the hard way. Hallelujah. So we go through trials and tribulation, but the thing is, the price of my healing was already paid for. Amen. Hallelujah. Would I like it to be an instant? Sometimes it happens that way. Other times it is a walk of faith. Say a walk of faith. Hallelujah. And it's really a walk of faith when you're in pain. Hallelujah. But we're talking about the bless, blessing, and healing is part of that blessing. Financial prosperity is part of that blessing. And no matter where we are right now in our lives, whether we have seen it or not, whether we, we have the, the evidence of it or not, the evidence is our faith. Hebrews 11.1 1 says, now faith is the evidence of things not yet seen or felt. Amen. It's calling those things which be not as though they are in Romans chapter 4 and verse 17. Calling yourself healed even though you're physically, there's no way that, you know, physically you're not. But in the spirit, <laughs> hallelujah. Now in the spirit, you're whole. You just got to get that healing out of your spirit and be manifested in your physical body. I'm not even going toward my notes right now. Amen. Curry Blake, and, and I encourage you to, to look him up. I got Vinny on him. He's kind of hooked now. <laughs> right? You're in the back row. I was looking up there for you. He's on the back row. But, but he's kind of taken John G. Lake's material and built the ministry around that and uh, not taking any glory for himself, but, but he has m many, many miracles and, and stuff in his ministry teaching other people how to be healing technicians. And he was sharing about this woman that had been prayed for Many, many, many times, probably even by some of his technicians, John G. Lakes. And so she came up for prayer. And so John, John G. Lakes said, you've been prayed for enough. I'm not going to pray for you anymore. Well, that turned a lot of people off, right? He said, I want you to go over there and sit in that chair, and I want you to meditate and think about the fact that Jesus lives in you. That's all I want you to do. Is go over there and just meditate and dwell on the fact that Jesus lives inside of you. And he walked over there and said, are you doing it? And she said, no, I, I, I don't have it yet. Well, it took a little while, but he walks over there again and he says, what, have you got it? That Jesus lives inside of you. 
And all of a sudden, she, she brightened up. She says, Jesus is inside of me. Jesus is inside of me. If Jesus is inside of me, that means this sickness cannot be a part of me. Hallelujah. This sickness has no right to be in me because the anointed one and his anointing is abiding in me. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Give a devil a fit every morning when you get up. Recognizing that you're not walking in the natural, but you are a supernatural being and you have the Holy Ghost on the inside of you, the same spirit that raised Christ Jesus from the dead. And no matter what you're going through, hallelujah, you have an inheritance and it's not for the future, but it's for right now. Right now, you partake of that, oh, hallelujah, the very life, the nature of God. Everything that he has is not for the future. It's right now. Why? Because he wants you to be witnesses. He wants to show you off. Hallelujah. You are, the Bible says you are a peculiar, a peculiar people. You're kind of different, right? We are to be a sign and wonder to the world. And how are we going to be a sign and wonder if we operate the same way the world does? If they can't see a difference in us. Hallelujah. The greater one abides in us. So people in the world, your families, members that are not saved, need to see you operating differently than the world operates. You're not, no, you're not any longer concerned about politics anymore because it doesn't, it doesn't matter who's president because Jesus is Lord. And we're praying for justice. We're praying for righteousness. We're praying for an awakening. And honestly, an awakening in America is the only thing that's going to change the outcome of this nation. It doesn't matter whether Democrats or Republicans or a third party, hallelujah. There needs to be a Jesus people party. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. But we need to take it. Say, take it. See, the Bible says the kingdom suffereth violence and the violent take it by force. Are you going to force things in the kingdom? Amen? The kingdom of God is in us, and we take it by force. Force, you know what force is? You get in the devil's face, and you say, I'm not going to take this anymore. You don't have any right to my children. You don't have any right to my money. You don't have any right because I have an inheritance I have a heavenly Father, glory to God. I have the Trinity, Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. I have all the angels of heaven that's walking behind me. Hallelujah. Oh, praise the Lord. <laughs> and Jesus said himself, he said, all authority I've given unto you. Amen. Think about that, authority. Over all of the power of sickness, depression, Financial lack, authority over all the power of darkness. And nothing shall by any means harm you. 
Don't be among those who are always looking for somebody that's more spiritual than you are. Well, if only I can get in that service. If only I can have that one pray for me. If only... Then nothing's wrong with that. But we should be among those who knows our standing and our rights. Glory to God. Take your Bible. Shake it in the face of sickness and disease. Shake it. Psalms 103, man. I have an inheritance of healing. I have an inheritance of prosperity. I have an inheritance that me and my household will be saved. And I've been given authority over all of the power of darkness. Hallelujah. The Bible says when gross darkness covers the earth, that's when the glory of God is going to shine the brightest. It's going to shine the brightest. And listen, you are to shine. Come on. Shine, hallelujah, with the glory of God. Praise God. Walk it out. Walk it out on a daily basis. First thing when you get up in the morning, uh, hell should be trembling. Hallelujah. Praise God. You get out of bed in the morning, hallelujah, and you say, devil, not my house. Not my house. I plead the blood. Not my house. I have authority over you. Glory to God. Amen. Oh, praise the Lord. It'll be like that song Carmen used to sing, Revival in the Land. That, that's such a good, he was just a powerful man of God. Hallelujah. Talented. But the video, it showed the, you know, it, show, it was written down in probably the charismatic movement, okay, in the 70s. When he, uh, or the early 80s, when he came out with that. But it showed uh, hell, it showed the devil, it showed these demons, and, and they were supposed to go and disrupt the revival. Can you imagine that? And these demons come back to the devil and say, We don't want to go over there. They cast us out of windows, they speak in these funny languages. <laughs> They'll send us over there. And that's what hell should think about. I'm not going to go to that address because so-and-so lives over there, and they know how to pray. They know how to take authority. They have been licensed and ordained by God. Hallelujah. Oh, praise God. Amen. They come back with a headache in hell every time they try to attack you because they come and they slap it right dab into the anointing. Can we be like that? Yes. We've got to be that kind of Christian. We've got to be that kind of church. Hallelujah. And people are still struggling. Get your mind off of yourself and get your mind on God. That scripture there, it talks about that your imagination would be illuminated. What are you imagining? I mean, we think we've wore Ephesians 3.20 out. God is able to do exceedingly abundantly all above all that you ask or think or that's your imagination. According to the what? The power that is at work within us. Remember Zechariah. Not by might, nor by power, but by his spirit. Hallelujah.
So I encourage you to take that prayer, and I know we've talked to you about that before, and pray that over yourself every day. Every day, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 17, 18, and 19 through there. Believe God, pray that. And then find out your authority. Read the New Testament. Read the epistles. Romans is powerful. All of the writings that the apostle Paul, you know, I mean, don't go back and start reading Leviticus, whatever you do. I get my, I've joined CBN and and they send me an email every day as far as our Bible reading. And uh, it's the same thing every year. You kind of know what time of year it is. And and, uh, this is Job Job month. And I said, bless God, I'm gonna read Job. I have enough of Job. I like the last chapter of Job. But I, you know, I, I don't want to read all of the, his three friends and all, all of the, I, I'm not going to read it. I mean, I'm going to jump into the New Testament and read some of that stuff. Amen? Hallelujah. No job for me. <laughs> I want to find out that revelation that the Apostle Paul had in Ephesians, Galatians, Galatians. Hallelujah. Hebrews. Powerful. Powerful. It'll cause you to be a spiritual giant. Do you want to be a spiritual giant? You don't have to run and find an elder of the church to lay hands on you. You just take that authority that God's given you and say, no, devil, get out of here. Hallelujah. I remember reading uh, one of the books by Smith Wigglesworth, and he used an illustration of authority, and he said he was uh, walking to catch a train, and and uh, this lady came along, and this little dog was following her. And, 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 and she turns around and says, scat now, scat now, go, go. She turns around and keeps going, go, go, go home, go home, go home, honey, go home, go home. And he says, that's the way the Christians treat the devil. He says, you can't talk to the devil like that. You have to look at me, scat, get out of here. Use your authority. Use your authority. Hallelujah. And of course, the little dog, you know, his tail goes between his legs. <laughs> oh, that's sad, Pastor. Yeah, we love our dogs, don't we? Gosh, our dog gets more loving than we do. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Hallelujah. It's me, my dog, and God. Hallelujah. No. Praise the Lord. But see, authority. Act in authority. I don't feel it. Well, do it anyway. Do it anyway. See, that's what Satan does. He plays with your feeling. We are emotional beings, but we need to allow our spirit man, the real us, to gain ascendancy over our flesh, over our feelings. It's not by our feelings. It's not by sight, but the Bible says it's by faith. It's by the eye of faith. It's by speaking the word of God and using that authority and saying, no more, devil, no more. Hallelujah. Did the Bible say, in my name, you'll cast out devils. Some of you need to cast out the devil in your home. Come on now. Well, I don't know if we should do. Hey, when you go to a hotel room and you don't know who's been staying there before you got there, you need to cast the devil out of that thing, plead the blood. 
bind spirits. Amen. And even your own house, people come into your own house bringing stuff in, bringing attitudes in that don't belong there. Take authority over it in Jesus' name. You do have authority. Take it. Speak it. Do it. Nope, not in my house. Hallelujah. See, if we would have been meditating on Psalms 91 like we should have been before, <laughs> Dodie Osteen said this about John, her husband. He said, he taught this. You need to take the word of God and build, build it into your spirit before you need it. Come on now, before you need it. Make a deposit of healing on the inside of you. Make a deposit of prosperity and who you are in Christ before the calamity comes. So you'll be able to stand against it. And I know for a fact if we would have been meditating on just Psalms 91, hallelujah, that no plague will come nigh our dwelling, that some of us wouldn't have been plagued with COVID-19. We would have been ready for it. But see, we weren't ready for it. We hadn't been applying the word of God, speaking the word of God. Amen? So the devil can creep in in our weak spots. That's when we need to be daily applying. Even if you are prosperous, even if the blessings are flowing, you need to constantly keep the, that before your eyes and out of your mouth. I am blessed. In the city, I'm blessed in the field. I'm blessed. It follows me. It, it, it overtakes me, the blessing of God. Amen. I think we'll teach on that Sunday morning. I'll finally get to it. I'll do it Sunday morning. Foundation for blessing. Because we are God's people and we are blessed. <laughs>